welcome back to the Nudist Trader Podcast, where we trade away everything you thought you was to become everything you want to be. I'm your host, Don Pitts, and I am the Nudist Trader. Let's get started. All right, so I've been listening. People always say, like, oh, man, you tell us uh, what to do, you know, you tell us that we need to change our frequency, our frequency. We need to uh, better our lives. We need to create what we want to create in our lives. But you don't say how. You don't say how. So I found this speech from the man, Tony Robbins. And uh, here it is. Turn Your Shoulds Into Must by Tony Robbins. people's lives, it all comes down to what are the things that are must for you versus shoulds. So let me tell you this. We said to have an extraordinary life, you got to have an extraordinary psychology, right? Extraordinary psychology means you got to live in an extraordinary state. To be in an extraordinary state, you got to condition your nervous system, your body, your physiology and focus to be at their best. Do you agree with this? Yes or no? Then to do that, though, you can do that. Why doesn't everybody? Not because you can't. We all have the ability. It's because of our standards. I remember a time early in my career, I was about 24, and I went to do a seminar in Boston. And in those days, a big seminar for me was like 125 people. It was a three-day seminar, and we worked around the clock, and people made such extraordinary changes in their life. And at the end of it, I was feeling so fulfilled. I was thinking, my God, I'm 24, maybe 25 at the time. And I am so happy, because I, I have found my mission in life. I'm doing what I love. It's making a difference in people's lives. This is extraordinary. So we finished about midnight on the Sunday night. And around midnight, you know, I'm still wound up, so I don't feel like going to bed. So I decided, okay, you know, let me take a walk here. And I decided to go through Copley Square. If you've been through Copley Square, you know, it's a pretty neat place. Because in Copley Square, you can look up and you can see buildings that were here before we were known as the United States. And beside them, you see skyscrapers that are new. It's a pretty cool place. So I'm walking around midnight on Sunday night. There's nobody in Copley Square midnight on Sunday night. And I'm walking along, and I see this guy in the distance, and he's kind of stumbling back and forth between the gutter and the sidewalk. He had a long trench coat on, his head's down like this. He's holding a brown bag, and I can start to smell him even before I get there. And I'm thinking, you know, this guy's obviously drunk. And as I started to get closer, I thought, I bet he's going to beg me for some money. And sure enough, whatever you focus on life tends to happen, doesn't it? So sure enough... He gets real close to me, and I thought all of a sudden he wasn't going to do it. All of a sudden he popped his head up. It was really weird. He went, Mister! With this really bizarre looking sounding voice. He went, Mister! Could you loan me a quarter? And I thought, do I want to reward this behavior? And then I thought, I don't want him to suffer. Do you have this dilemma sometimes? Like, you know, I'm not here to judge. So years ago I finally decided I always just give. Even if the person's pulling a scam, that's for them to deal with. If I have the ability, then I give. And so I thought, well, could I teach him something? So I asked him a question back. I said, is that all you want is a quarter? So he goes, yeah, just one quarter. One quarter changed my whole life. One quarter. I said, really? He said, yeah, one quarter. So I reached in my pocket, and I pulled out my money clip. And in those days, I was you know, very young, just starting to succeed. And my original mentor was a man named Jim Rohn. I don't know. How many have heard of Jim Rohn? Anybody? Yeah, he's a great guy. And Jim told me, he said, Tony, look, you've come from a poor background. You've got a poor psychology. You've got to change it. He said, you don't have any money, so pretend you do. He said, start training your brain. Condition it. He said, go save all your money, get $300 bills, and put them on the outside of your money clip, even though you only have five bucks in between that. 
So every time you put it out, you'll see that, you'll feel inspired, you'll feel better. He said, you'll feel better, you'll do better. So I was like, okay. So I did. So I pulled my money clip, and sure enough, I got $300 bills down. I made sure he saw the bills. So I'm tearing through that, right? Looking in between there, see if I can find some change. But I made sure he saw it. Sure enough, he's looking at the $100 bills, checking it out. I find the quarter, I pull it out, take the money, put it in my pocket. I notice he's watching my hand going into the pocket. I took the quarter, and I looked at him, and I said, sir, life will pay any price you ask of it. I gave him the quarter. And then something really interesting happened. He took the quarter. He looked at the quarter. He looked at me. He looked at my pocket. He looked back at the quarter, looked at me, looked at my pocket, looked at me again, looked at the quarter, looked at my pocket, looked back at me and said, you're weird. And then he shuffled on off like this, right? And I thought to myself, wow, what's the difference between him and me? I mean, I was 24, 25 at the time, doing what I love most, have my mission in life, and he's in his early 60s, drunk on the street, begging for quarters. What's the difference? And I thought, well, maybe God's blessed me because I'm such a good person. I thought, oh, that's, and he's such a bad person, that's such a bull. And I thought, wow, maybe the answer to that question is what I just told him. Life will pay whatever price you ask of it. You know what's interesting? You got to ask intelligently. In the Bible, it says, ask and you shall what? Yeah, pretty good formula. You got to look into it. But you know what? It says, ask and you shall receive, but I'm sure it meant ask intelligently. I'm sure that's what God meant. I'm sure he didn't mean bitch and you will receive. Wine and you will receive. I don't think that was the instruction. Now, if you were going to ask intelligently, there might be five elements of that. Number one, you'd have to ask specifically, wouldn't you? You wouldn't ask in a general way. People do it all the time. They go, I want more money. Fine, here's a dollar. Get out of here. Very often, you're getting what you're asking for. You're just not aware of how general you're asking. Clarity is power. The more clear you are about exactly what it is you want, the more your brain knows how to get there. Your brain is a servo mechanism. It's like a bomb. Those bombs, those missiles, they have a servo mechanism. So if the target moves, it knows what the target is. It follows it. Your brain, when you condition it, knows exactly what to go for and it'll find a way to get there. Do you ever buy a certain outfit or a certain car and suddenly see that car outfit everywhere? How many of you ever had that experience? Say, aye. How come that car outfit's everywhere? It always was everywhere, but now you notice it. And the reason is because there's a part of your brain called the reticular activating system, the RAS. That part of your brain determines what you notice and what you don't notice. Your brain spends most of its time trying to make sure you don't notice because you'll go crazy if you notice everything. But when you decide what's most important to you, your brain goes after it. Everyone I know who's successful builds what I call an RPM plan. An RPM is built on the metaphor that the way to get from where you are to where do you want to go to the fastest is you've got to build power, like in a car, RPMs. And the R stands for they know the result they're after. They know what they want precisely. If you don't know exactly what you want or you let yourself get beyond that into something general, you're not going to achieve it. Clarity is power. You've got to know the specific result you're after. What do you want? If you can't answer that question right now in your personal life, in your body, in your relationships, in your finances, in your spirituality, then you're not going to be as fulfilled as you want to be. Today, we're going to have you answer one of those questions at least. The second part of it, you've got to know P, why you're doing it. Because you know what? You may get a big goal. So I want to make a billion dollars. I want to bring peace to the earth. Why? Because as soon as you come up with a goal, all the obstacles show up. And unless you've got enough emotional drive to break through that, you're never going to discover what it really takes.
So you gotta get yourself past that. And the way to get past that is have enough reasons. Reasons come first, answers come second. This man did not know what he wanted, he did not have enough reasons. To ask intelligently, you gotta ask specifically. To ask intelligently, you gotta know why you want it, to have enough drive to make it happen, enough juice to make it happen. If you don't have enough reasons, you will not make it happen. And the M is, what is your massive action plan? What is gonna get you to actually fall through? Because the first plan's not gonna work and the second plan's gonna work, so you better have enough plans that if the first two don't work, you still got something else. Otherwise, you're gonna be having excuses why it didn't work. So asking intelligently requires that. So if we're gonna be extraordinary in our results, we've gotta be in an extraordinary state, we gotta know what we want and we gotta go use it. So hopefully by now you're starting to see that a lot of these speakers kind of rhyme in their uh, in their terminology. Like they're saying different things, but uh, it's all coming together as the same thing, that's the same message that's been sp spoken on this podcast time after time after time and time again. And one thing is that you can create your life, right? But you first need to uh, change your shoulds into must. Like it's been so many times, like especially to me, and I always bring this back to myself because this mostly this is about me. The podcast, everything is about me creating myself a new me, right? So I know for me, I was like, man, I should get up early in the morning and work out, or I should work out after work. Oh man, I should be eating right, but I need I'm gonna do this. You know what I mean? If you take all those things that you say you should be doing and turn it into, yo, I must do this. It the whole dynamic changes. Like, yo, I know for a fact, like if something was uh at my daughter's school, they say, Hey, you gotta come pick up your daughter. We let out early for whatever reason, come pick up your daughters. I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to do that. You know what I mean? That's a must. It's a must for me. It's not a should. Like, I, I'm not going to sit there and be like, yo, I should go pick them up. No, I must pick them up. It's, it's my duty, right? And that shift in urgency uh, makes me go do it. I know you're saying that's kind of drastic as your kids. But, like, listen, if you change everything from in your mindset that this is what I must do to be who – to create what I want, your dynamic will change just like it's for your kids or whatever uh, thing you hold dear. The only reason I, I say all of this is because uh, when Tony Robbins uh, said that uh, <clears throat> you have to have an RPM plan and you have to push towards your goals like a car, just like massive action. And the only way you do that is you feel like you must do it, do something, right? Whatever it is, you must do it. And I think that concept is just so dope and it speaks nudist all the way through because now I'm not thinking about if I should go work out. No, I have to. It is my DNA. It's something that I, I have now spoken and created in my life. Listen, I also know, uh, note, noted that how Tony Robbins uh, kind of broke down how uh, when you think about something and it's it becomes a focus, your mind begins to see it out, out in the open. Everywhere you go, you begin to see 
It brings it to your attention. These things could have been there a million times before. You could have seen it and not paid attention to it a hundred times, right? But when your mind begins to focus on that particular thing, you begin to see it more often. I know when I find a car that I really like or a family member gets a car and I'm like, oh man, this is nice, this is nice. As soon as I become aware of that car, I see the car everywhere. I see it everywhere. My sister just got a uh, a Telluride. It was a black Telluride uh, from Nissan. First time I've ever seen or ever seen or heard of this car. Looked at it. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Drove it. This is a nice car. I really got the feel of the car and look of the car. After that, we began to see the car everywhere. Like, I've never saw this car before. I began to see the car everywhere. I even started to see commercials on the car. And I thought that was so weird, man. Like, for so long, these commercials, these cars probably have been past me driving and everything. But since it becomes something that uh, I know about, I'm aware of, now I begin to see it. Now, you take that same concept and you begin to focus on uh, whatever whatever it is you're trying to create in your life. You know, uh, you're trying to better your finances or you're trying to uh, get in shape, you know what I mean, or anything of that nature, anything you're trying to create in your life. Focus on doing it, creating it in my life, you know, in your life. And you begin to see hows and whys everywhere. It's like, oh, I didn't know I can fix my credit this way. Oh, I didn't know I can do this. All this different avenues of help and and information just kind of comes your way only because you begin to focus on, hey, I need to do this to better my life. Then everything else comes. Remember what Bob Proctor said in the last podcast is that when you change your frequency, everything else begins to merge. You begin to merge with your new, your uh, your the new frequency when you change your thinking. Right? You change your thinking, you merge. I think all of this is rhyming. I don't want to say um, uh, too much. You know what I mean? But like, I just want everybody to kind of grasp this information and understand that you no. Know, it is possible to create whatever you want to create, regardless of how hard you think it is or, or the pain that you think you have to go through to get it. Listen, you can create anything in your life. You just have to change your thinking and change your shoulds into musts. So what you should do? Oh, what you must do. Listen, you must come back to... Uh, tomorrow to hear the next podcast. I'm just saying, you should listen to other people's podcasts, but you must listen to my podcast. Yo, be great. Stay naked. Share, like. Uh, hit me up on uh, if you listen to it from Anchor. Hit me up and send me a message, or uh, they have little voice message services. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to, send me um, something like a review or something, something that can give me feedback and tell me 
Yo, you're doing this right. You're doing, you can improve on this. I need some type of feedback so that I can be better. And that's all I'm trying to create. I'm trying to create a better person in me. I'm trying to be great in all areas of my life. So bear with me, kick it with me, rock with me. It only gets better from here. And if you listen to my first podcast versus this podcast, I'm pretty sure you will see like a, a difference because every single day, in every single way, I get better and better. Yo, that's it for me. I'm out, baby. Peace. Yo, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate you coming out and listening and rocking with us. I hope you heard something that can change your perspective or even send you on the right path to creating the life that you want to create. Listen, if you ever want to get at me, you can holler at me through Instagram. And that's at the underscore underscore nudist underscore trader at Instagram. And it's only on Instagram right now. I'm working on websites and Facebook and all that other jazz. And you can also hit me up on my email address, which is nudistrader at gmail.com. Listen, I look forward to hearing from you and uh, let's keep this thing rolling.